Arizona, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset, brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals, 4 o'clock reset. Burns and Gambo show, you come to us at 4 o'clock every day, this is where you know you're going to get it, here is everything we have been Talking about on Burns and Gambo, starting with the Phoenix Suns losing last night to the Luka-less Dallas Mavericks, 99-95. Luka Doncic left the game with an ankle injury about four minutes in, and yet the Suns put forth one of the most discouraging efforts we've seen this year, at least recently given the four-game win streak. DeAndre Ayton really struggled last night despite 19 points and 20 rebounds. He was 6 of 20 from the floor. It was his first game back after a non-COVID illness and said he's still a little under the weather. I'm still sick. I felt a little dizzy. You know, I was showing a little bit on some of the shots, like the jump hooks, like after fighting, getting position, and just going up strong. Still had some rust on me. He was definitely short on a lot of his shots, Gambo, but there were other elements to his game last night that were a little lacking, to say the least. No, 20 rebounds is impressive. If you look at the box score, you see another double-double, you see 20 rebounds, you're like, wow, he's incredible. But two times he failed to box out Powell. Big offensive rebounds, uh, and one that sealed the game for the Mavericks, because he was able, Powell was able to go to the free-throw line and knock down two free-throws when the Suns were about to get the ball back with a chance to take the lead, tie the game. So that was huge right there. The shots, you know, I'm going to write it off to him being sick. You know, I understand the the impatience with DeAndre Ayton, but he was very sick, and that, I think that's the reason why all those shots came up very short. Yeah, the bench wasn't very good last night. Chris Paul had a good game. Kim Johnson had another good game last night. It was interesting to hear Chris Paul after the game talk about how he misses Jay Crowder on this roster. I'm missing him. I ain't no secret about it. You know, that's when our brothers, I came here with Jay. <laughs> you know, so um hope he's good. Nah, nah, you out there. I hope you good. But, you know, it's, it's a business. It's the league. You know, it is what it is. Meanwhile, the good news for the Suns is that Devin Booker, who had not been traveling with the team recently because of his injury, he was with the team today on their way to San Antonio. He is with. It doesn't mean he's going to play for the Suns against the Spurs tomorrow, but he's traveling with the team, which means, as you've suggested for the last couple days, Gambo, he's close. He's close. I'm hearing, I heard yesterday, expect him back next week for one of those games. There are four games next week. I couldn't pinpoint which one, but the Suns expect him back for one of those games. All right. Larry Fitzgerald was on Bickley and Murata this morning. Good get from the guys on the morning show. And they asked him to weigh in on Sean Payton and the Cardinals coaching search. And he gave a glowing, glowing review for Sean Payton. He's a franchise changing aspect. He's going to be expensive. You have to get compensation up to New Orleans Saints. But if you're trying to change the conversation, he's the guy that had the ability to do that. He checks a lot of boxes when you're talking about somebody who can change the fortune of an organization. Called it a no-brainer earlier in the interview. Yeah, and listen, I, I we've said this, the influence that he has over Michael Bidwell. You know, Michael Bidwell and, and Fitz have a great relationship, a great friendship, working relationship. I mean, if there's any influence there from Larry, you know, Michael will take that and consider what Larry has to say about who the next head coach should be. Yeah, I, I was frankly surprised to hear Fitz be so strong in his endorsement of Sean Payton. Not that Sean Payton doesn't deserve it, but Fitz, I think, has to know that his words carry a lot of weight 
when it comes to the organization and how he's perceived and things like that. So we'll see if that has any bearing on what happens. As far as Peyton and the options there, this is Ian Rappaport, NFL Insider, on the Pat McAfee Show earlier today. Arizona, I think, was interested in Frank Reich, was interested in Dan Quinn, not getting either of them. Sean Payton, we'll see, but that would make some sense. And then I think at Denver, he has not been eliminated there. You know, I know they like D'Amico Ryans a lot, but he's still in play there as well. So, you know, might it lean toward returning to Fox now? I think maybe, but he's definitely still in play at two places. All right, so we're waiting. This is kind of crazy. Like, it really is. It's kind of like, wow, it's just yeah, the fact that Denver, you know, Denver fired their coach with weeks to go in the season. They don't know what the hell they're doing right now. And you know, Cardinals about all these interviews. They haven't hired anybody right now like come on let's go i mean somebody does that mean that nobody's blown anybody away in the interview process and you're sitting there you're not sure which guy to hire that's not a good thing somebody needs to the cream needs to rise to the top bernsey indeed indeed well along those lines maybe the cream is rising in houston because ian rapaport tweeted out today that the texans have their eye on 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico ryan's with mutual interest in him becoming potentially their next head coach in Houston. A second interview is expected next week. Now, I've also read on Twitter from very capable NFL insiders who suggest that Broncos are not out on D'Amico Ryans either, and it might be one of those two teams for him. But earlier today, there was an expectation that maybe Ryans would end up with the Texan shop. He can't speak to anybody or take a job until the 49ers are either eliminated or after they've played their game against Philly on Sunday. So we got to wait yeah. a couple of days on that Listen, one. We knock Bill O'Brien a lot, but that guy, you know, Bill O'Brien did a good job there. He had a winning record with the Texans and uh, AFC South champions a few times, but they've been a mess since then. You know, Romeo Cornell, David Culley, Lovey Smith, they've had three coaches in the last three years. This will be their fourth coach in the last four years when they make this hire. Steve Wilkes said on Friday he was, quote, disappointed but not dis- defeated after being passed over for the Panthers head coaching job. Quote, the sun rose this morning and by the grace of God, so did I. I'm disappointed but not defeated. Many people aren't built for this, but I know what it means to persevere and see it through. Close quote. Did a great job. Six and six with Carolina. Really thought that he would get uh, the job. I think he deserved the job. They would decided to go in a different direction. Hopefully somebody else, else will give him an opportunity. What he did as an interim coach should give him some opportunities to be a head coach again. The Rams are in the process of hiring former Jets offensive coordinator Mike LaFleur to be their offensive coordinator. That's seen as a key part, even though he might not be calling plays with the Rams. Oftentimes, people on Sean McVay's staff find head coaching jobs elsewhere or a year or two down the road. Yeah, you know, obviously the Jets offense had a lot of struggles, but most of that this year was because of just the poor quarterback play that they had. They really struggled to get, you know, consistent quarterback play. But LaFleur's had a good track record before, so it makes sense for McVay to bring him in. All right, meanwhile, the AFC and NFC Championship games are this weekend. Patrick Mahomes says he's good. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey fully participated in practice today, but he was added to the injury report with a back issue. He's listed as questionable. Bengals tight end Hayden Hurst will play in the AFC Championship game, but those two offensive linemen for the Bengals who had to sit out last week, they have been ruled out this week as well. No surprise the Bengals won without them last week, but they have been ruled out for this week's oh. game against the Chiefs. Yeah, and they won because Joe Burrow was getting the ball out with an average time of 2.5 seconds. That's awfully quick. Is awfully, awfully quick. 
Returning to ASU and U of A basketball, both, well, I was about to say, ASU lost last night to Washington in overtime, 69-66. I was going to say they were both in the state of Washington taking on the Washington schools. ASU lost 69-66 in overtime, whereas U of A got the win against Washington State, avenging one of their losses this year. They beat the Cougs 63-58. to Yeah, keep your mind, ASU played hard. They, uh, they got the Nunez kid, the freshman, tied it up with three free throws with barely any time left. They went to overtime and lost. The problem for ASU was those last three games on the road against UCLA, USC, and Arizona. Got to do some damage before you get to that gauntlet of a three-game road trip to end the season. And congratulations to the Coyotes' Nick Schmaltz. Oh, His wow. first career hat trick over the Blues last night. The Coyotes beat St. Louis 5 nothing, And for Nick Schmaltz, his first ever hat trick. Congrats to him. Yeah, former first-round pick by the Blackhawks. He was great. A two-on-one break. He got his ninth goal of the season. Tapped in a pass from Lawson Krause. Great to get him back. Then it was 2 nothing, And just a you know, loose pocket. It was a two-on-nothing break. And uh, Schmaltz got his tenth goal of the season. And 13 seconds into the third period, he gets the hat trick. Now, the goal was originally waved off because the net was kind of moving around a little bit, uh, but they reviewed it and determined that Braden Shen had knocked the net off its moorings. Call gets reversed. 3 nothing game. Three goals for Schmoltz. Congratulations. Awesome hat trick for him last night. Well, I do want to mention, too, the Arizona Coyotes are hosting their third annual Skating for Layton at Sun Devil Stadium on Sunday. It's presented by Phoenix Children's Hospital. The event honors the life of Coyotes Ring of Honor member Leighton Accardo passed away in 2020 after a battle with cancer. It also raises money for youth female hockey in the Valley as part of that foundation. So if you have interest in attending, please go to the Coyotes website and get more information on it. It's the third annual event. It's a very popular event the Coyotes do and certainly worthwhile as well. I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. So glad to the see them keep, you know, keeping her spirit alive. That's awesome. No question about it. That's going to do it for the 4 o'clock reset.